This is Brian Hill, and you're listening to The Night Nerd. Welcome to the Night Nerd Podcast. I'm your host, Lance. It's Wednesday, so we're going to talk some comic books. All week we were celebrating on the origin of species, the Charles Darwin. I always want to say Darwin Cook. Uh, when, when I think Darwin, that's where my mind first goes to. The Charles Darwin book uh, text about evolution and things. And don't worry, we're going to get to how important and controversial it all is uh, coming up later in the week. But before that, you know, we've been talking about evolution in, in video games. We talked about the wonderful Seaman. Uh, yesterday we talked about Evolution the Movie, which is one of my favorite shows. I, I can't find it on Blu-ray. Like, I, maybe I need to dig a little deeper, but it would be nice to have. Uh, I mean, it doesn't need, like, a 4K restoration or anything, but it would still be cool to, to watch. And today we're talking about evolution in comics. Now... You can't talk evolution without talking Marvel's Merry Mutants. That, and I'm not talking about just the X-Men, as we're going to look at. Mutant is a term that has been used long, even before Marvel was Marvel. If you go back to 1952. And so we're going to look at kind of the history and the different types of uh, Homo sapiens superior, or Homo superior, as they're known. That's like the slang. And what they are what they stand for and everything um if you like what you hear make sure to check us out on patreon patreon.com slash the night nerd where we have a, a bunch of great shows on there but one of them is comics gave me the runs where i break down iconic comic story arcs and stuff like that um we're doing mark wade's fantastic four right now so definitely worth checking out i'm a, i'm a fan but anyway mutants so like I said, if you go back to March of 1952, way, way back when, uh, you had the first mutant, really, show up, and by, by name. We'll get into actual show up later on. But it, uh, she was called the Weird Woman, and it was Amazing Detective Cases number 11. She thought that she was superior over the rest of humans and that was what she was trying to do is find somebody else a male who was superhuman so that way they could you know like mate and take over the world um I mean, gotta have a goal right but that was kind of the first time and then in 1953 man comics number 28 were introduced to roger carstairs who i don't think has came back since i couldn't really find anything about it Maybe Hickman will bring him back. But he can create illusions and things. And then you had um, a story called The Man with the Atomic Brain, who is, but it, like he's never named a mutant, but his parents were exposed to radiation, so he was born with these superhuman powers. And I, sidebar. So in Marvel Comics, you have mutants, but then you also have mutates. Mutates are people who, they get power, they're not born with their powers, they're exposed to something. So, Spider-Man being bitten by a radioactive spider, the Fantastic Four uh, flying through the rays in space, the Hulk getting hit with gamma rays, all of those things are mutates. But mutants have a genetic mutation. 
and that's what, yeah, we'll get a little more than that. Um, then in Tales of Suspense number six, you ha there's a story called The Mutants and Me. And one of the very first mutants named, uh, they just called him Mutant, which was kind of sad. But this was the first time Atlas Comics, who would go on to be Marvel, was actually writing the stories about mutants. Then, in Amazing Adult Fantasy number 14, which is from July 1962, and if you're like, wait a minute, uh, that date and time and everything sounds real familiar, well, there's a reason for it. Because Amazing Fantasy number 15, which came out the next month was the debut of Spider-Man. So, talk about missing the boat. But in Amazing Fantasy 14, Tad Carter had telekinetic powers. And he's a, a mutant. So, it uh, just makes you wonder, you know, what if that would have been the big famous issue? Uh, I don't know. But then in the 60s, Stan Lee, out of laziness, like he'll even tell you, he, he didn't want to come up with origin stories for every single character and so he's like you know what they're mutants they're born with these powers and that's how it goes and okay there's been a lot of retcon though because if you go you know i talked about how the weird woman was the first mutant published but now we consider namor the submariner the first mutant and he debuted in 1939 but it wasn't until the 60s that they described him uh when he in Fantastic Four Annual Number One, that he was a mutant, and then they also said that Toro, who was the partner of the, the original Human Torch, the android one, was a mutant. But in 1939, you know, they I guess didn't have the word. I I don't know. But so those are Marvel's first mutants chronologically, but in publish order it was the weird woman so it's it's kind of strange but the uh the mutants themselves you know we said homo sapiens superior they consider themselves the next step in human evolution and so, uh, some humans a lot of humans have a problem with that and that's why the x-men's tagline has always been you know protect a world that hates and fears them and so you know they're protecting the people that they're replacing and Grant Morrison in the opening scenes of New X-Men did a really cool thing about Homo sapien and Neanderthals and you know who wins uh, you know the smarter ones not uh, not necessarily the stronger ones are the ones who are going to win so kind of kind of interesting take on that and that's the X-Men you know Homo sapien superior but then you have uh, Homo Superior Superior, which is a character named Vargas that Chris Claremont introduced back in like 2003, 2002 in Extreme X-Men. And he, where like mutants were a response to humanity growing, he claims to be human humanity's response to mutants growing. And so I don't, I, I don't know. We hadn't seen a whole lot. Um, of him, over, I mean, he's popped up from time to time, but it's it's kind of strange. But even in mutants, in Homo sapiens superior, Homo superior, there's different classes 
um, that are kind of strange that aren't always canon. You have like the externals who, because they're mutants, they're immortal. And it's a weird, it's a Rob Liefeld creation in the 90s, so that should tell you what you need to know. But uh, they're, they're basically, basically he saw Highlander and wanted to rip it off because only externals can kill externals. So there's that. And then another X-Men uh, celebrated scribe, Chuck Austin, insert sarcasm here, introduced the Sheriffrim and the Neophim, which are basically angels and demons, but they're mutants and it's a bloodline. And there's these like angel-looking mutants and devil-looking mutants, and they've been fighting this holy war for centuries. Needless to say, we don't we don't talk about that a whole lot. Um, there's a Lupin, the Maximus Lobo, who is like a werewolf type character, and he claims that there's the dominant species, is what he calls them, and people like Romulus, Wolverine, Wolfsbane, Sabretooth, X-23, all the like animal, more, more animalistic mutants bego- uh, belong to that. Then there's changelings. Changelings are not what you think, you know, I was thinking like Mimic or Changeling. No. These are mutants whose powers manifest at birth. So like, the multiple man is one. Um, just kind of strange. Because most mutants, I probably should have led with this, they don't know they're mutants until puberty. Like something happened, they hit puberty, and their mutant powers manifest. Sometimes for the good, sometimes for the worse. Um, always interesting. And so that's... Some, but yeah, changelings have it at birth. And you have uh, chimeras who got introduced during... House of X stuff, and they're in the future, and they're combined with the DNA of other mutants, and it's... uh, Hopefully they'll uh, explain some more, and we'll get to see some more of that, and it'll be interesting. But, it's crazy. Um, Humans aren't the only ones, though, that have mutants. Other alien classes, because, like, technically Longshot is, Ultra Girl is, Warlock, all mutants in their respected species. So, it's something that is out there. Um, a lot of times people just kind of ignore it. You know, they're like, uh, you know, for, for the sake of the story, long shot's cool, so we'll just keep it going. Uh, I don't know, it's it's strange. And even, even more, we're talking about the different classes of mutants, you have omega level mutants. And so these are mutants who have like the most powerful potential in their abilities. And, it was weird because the first time it was mentioned was back in the 80s, like in 1986. And then nobody talked about it again until like 2001. And it was just used to be like, oh, it's an Omega level mutant. And then finally last year in House of X, John, Jonathan Hickman was like, okay, this, this is the definition according to Hickman and in from House of X number one. Uh, an Omega level mutant is a mutant whose dominant power is deemed to register or reach an undefinable upper limit of that power-specific classification. So you have, like, uh, Jamie Braddock, Iceman, Elixir, Jean Grey, Legion, Magneto, Proteus, Storm, Exus, Quentin Quire, Hope. Uh, there's a lot of Omega-level mutants. 
But like I said, it's a sliding scale, so it's kind of interesting to see. I mean, but even like Jean Grey, she's an omega-level telepath, but not telekinetic. So I, that's what I said. It's it's very whatever the writer needs it to be at that time. So as the X-Men, though, if you're even remotely an X-Men fan, you know that whatever is true with this writer, within two other writers, it's not going to be canon anymore. So it is what it is. But... There you have it. That is a brief look at the mutants of Marvel, both where they came from, how they came to be, and the different types. Let me know who's your favorite X-Men. Mine is Cyclops. I don't care what anybody says. It is Cyclops, followed closely by Iceman and Nightcrawler. And then probably like Angel underneath that. I don't know. Anyway, let me know your favorite X-Men. Let me know in the console here on SoundCloud or on social media, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, everywhere. Just look for The Night Nerd. Follow us on Twitch at Night Nerd Podcast. Um, as of this recording, the Sunday after Thanksgiving, we're watching, we're doing a watch party with Daredevil. So we're not watching with Daredevil. We're all watching together and watching Daredevil. Anyway, Night Nerd Podcast on Twitch. Email me, nightnerd at thenightnerd.com. But otherwise, that's going to do it for us today. Again, my name is Lance. Thank you all so much for listening, and we will see you next time.